You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Is it possible to get a buzz off of juice? I don't know. You're acting very odd. I've had a lot. You a are, lot of juice. You have Seriously. had way too much juice. Well, it was really good. And it's 100% juice, but I didn't think about the fact of, that's probably not good for me, how much I've had. I've yeah, here, had, wait, give, give that to me. No, you keep well, saying it's yeah, 100% but, juice, well, but it, that doesn't like mean you're to, supposed to drink the entire thing. Well, now I feel like I have to finish it off. I'm that's probably, like a family-sized juice. That isn't a one-person juice. I'm going to estimate I've had about 44 ounces based on this thing. Oh, uh, my hello, God. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe and subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network for only six ninety nine a month. Six ninety nine, you say? Six ninety nine, Sarah. The first week is free. And so uh, do that, and you can listen to all of the amazing things that are broadcast here on this network. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today, but I am a little bit concerned, and I even posted this question on Twitter just to see if, uh, if, I'd, had, if I'd had too much. So I went this morning and decided, you know, oh, I want to get be healthy. I want to drink some juice, you know, invigorate myself. You know that juice isn't like the and healthiest thing in the world, right? I mean, that is just so much sugar. No wonder you're acting crazy. Well, it's, it's pomegranate blueberry juice, and it's delicious. But So I bought the 46-ounce bottle, and then this morning I just kept chugging it and drinking it. And drinking it, and now I've I've drank all. My, I think there's probably two ounces of juice left. There's there's hardly anything left. I've, so I'm looking at this. So he has farm stand 100% fruit and vegetable juice. Okay, it's being asked in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com/live. How how much uh, how many servings are in that? Let's see. There are. <laughs> so let's see. So uh, there are six servings. A oh, serving no. is eight full ounces. Oh no! And each serving is 120 calories. So I've had about five and a half. Five and a half servings. You've had, let's see, about 600 calories worth of juice today. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. You should what's, not be drinking that much juice. What's that going to do to my insides? It's not going to be good, I don't think. Uh, I'm looking at this. So also, it's, oh, God, per serving, it's 25 grams of sugar. That's, no that's wonder, a lot of sugar, huh? No wonder you're crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't eat a lot of sugar or sweets. So maybe, that's, uh, maybe that was too much sugar for me. I feel a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I feel a little, my body does feel a little bit odd right now. Yeah, There's you're kind of twitchy. Shaky. I'm a little twitchy. I'm feeling really great right now. But does that, yeah, even does that on mean the bottle, gonna... it says the guidelines recommend with this juice that you get the majority of your daily fruit and vegetable servings from whole fruit and vegetables, not this drink. Oh. But uh, so does this mean that I'm going to have, uh, I'm, am I going to crash at some point? I, you I absolutely juice, will. So no, you don't need any more thing. juice. And you, you, by the way, have less than two ounces left. He's drank this entire thing. So as we we're saying, it's 46 full ounces. He's just over there. <laughs> And he came and he brought it in. I'm like, oh, you brought the rest of your, uh, you know, of a juice that you probably have had for a week. And he's like, I bought this this morning. I keep ha- I keep drinking juice. I really like juice. I'm like, you know, this thing is. It was so good. I was water. I was driving down here and I was at stoplights. I was uncapping it and drinking more of it. And this is a family sized <laughs> bottle of juice. I think I've had way too much. Yeah, or uh, 1.4 quarts. Oh, God. You've had over a quart of juice today. All right, Amy in the chat is saying that my pancreas is freaking out probably right about now. And then they're also saying that's uh, like drinking a two liter of Coke worth of sugar. Is that, that's how much sugar that I've had? Yeah. So I'm looking at this. It's 25 oh grams no of one, sugar. I feel like I'm buzzed. Seriously, I feel like I'm on a high right now. All right, it's 25 grams of sugar, which is 10% of your, uh, each serving is 10% of what you should be consuming for your total carbohydrates for the day based on a 2,000 calorie diet. And so let's see. So you've had 50%, almost 60%. <laughs> 
of your total carbohydrates for the day oh, based no. on a 2,000 calorie diet yeah. from this juice. That means I can't eat anything else the rest of the day? I, that's up to you, I guess. So I'll just have to get another God, juice. What are you gonna, everything that you eat is just going to be swishing around with juice inside of you. Yeah, it's a little joff, jostly in there. It's oh. like jostling around when I'm walking around. I can actually like feel it like moving around on the insides. Um, that's a... I don't even know how much that how that all fits inside. Yeah, it's of me. being noted uh, that your insides are going to be your outsides soon. Oh no! Oh god! Oh no! Uh, uh, yeah, and well, yeah, and then Mr. Jenkins in the chat saying, "At least you rode your bike to the studio today." No, I didn't. No, I drove down and then drank the juice on the yeah, way down. Yeah, because if he if he didn't drive down, he wouldn't be able to stop at the stoplights and start drinking his juice. But some it's more. so delicious. It's so good. I think this is time for a juice intervention. I kind of want a little bit more. No. Just give, me a little, just give me one more taste. No. Just give me a little taste of it. No, I'm going to dump this down the sink. No. You don't have do had that. enough juice. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's being oh. recommended that you drink water only the rest of the day. Yeah, but. Well, and I, you're drinking coffee, too. God, your insides are going to be so gross. <laughs> it's a mix of inside of coffee and pomegranate blueberry juices. All right, and what does this even mean? So it says it's a fan, so it says it's a farm stand juice, and it, it claims to be 100% juice. So it says fruit and vegetable juice. But what yeah, does this healthy, mean? Yeah, it's healthy, right? What does it mean when it says... Getting all my vitamins. Reconstituted clarified juice. I don't know what that means. What does reconstituted clarified it's mean? It's recycled? That's what that sounds like Reconstituted? To me. It sounds like it's already like been through somebody. Oh, no. All right, so reconstituted, reconstituted, clarified sweet potato juice, grape juice, apple, carrot, beet, red beet, blueberry, and pomegranate. Oh, oh, what? I'm nothing. I that. never look at the labels on anything. I just look at if, if it if it looks Chocolate like it tastes citric delicious. acid. Um, juice is supposed to be healthy, though. That's what you're supposed to drink. You're supposed to drink juice with breakfast. Well, they do have questions or comments. Uh, a hotline here. They do. Yeah. So what? maybe you should call them and see uh, how much juice is too much juice. Have, have I had too much? Oh God. But I mean, I might as well finish it off. Wouldn't they, isn't that some sign of accomplishment too? If I can drink the entire thing, no. Could I like enter into? So they have the competitive eating, uh, eating contests. You know where people eat the hot dogs and all that stuff, and Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut. Do they have a juice drinking contest? Because I could totally enter that. Didn't uh, I would be able to drink if there were a pomegranate juice drinking contest? I would rock that shit. I could totally do that. I feel fantastic wow. right now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my I, god, I do. I feel pretty amazing. I don't see how this is a bad thing for me. But then, but then, what if I start crashing? Well, you're gonna crash, but at least just do it after the show. Well, I'm gonna need another shot of that then. Well, shot you know what? It's kind of sad that you didn't finish the whole thing. If you're gonna do it, you should just do it. You need to finish the should whole thing. Should I just thing. finish the whole you thing? You have to. All right. And so I'm I've giving got, the bottle back to Greg. Just do finish you want me it. to finish it right now? Yeah, just finish it. So I have 46 ounces of juice inside. Yeah, of me? you might as well. All right. You're just kind of a pussy if you only have the 36 ounces. All right, he's going. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god. Yeah, we need to find like a regular sized juice bottle and put it next to that. And Done. he just finished it. 46 ounces. <laughs> Bam! I'm on top of the world. Oh. <sighs> I'm just glad I'm not going to be around when you're crashing. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not going right. to. Gonna... So thank you to Katie in the chat. She uh, gave me a link on reconstituted fruit and vegetable juice, good or bad. Okay. All right. Uh, I was drinking, for, so this is somebody writing it. Um,. Let's see, reconstituted fruit juices. It's not bad for you, but you kill all of the good stuff in the juice when manufacturers boil the juice to preserve it. So reconstituted fruit is produced from concentrate. Wait, this says 100% juice, though. That's the good stuff. It says 100% fruit and vegetable juice. So it's got, oh yeah, it's got like carrots and shit. All right, so the problem with reconstituting fruit juice is that it doesn't offer the nutritional measures or enzymes that would help your metabolism or your immune system. It just packs you full of sugar. (laughs) Also, per serving, it has 100% of my daily vitamin C. That means I've had 
I've had eight times, six times the amount of vitamin C. That means I'm extra healthy, right? Okay. Nothing can stop me. Nothing can put me down at this point. I'm invincible. Holy crap. I, I, this is amazing. I'm going to do this the next time. Maybe I should do this before we do the storytelling, uh, before I do that, before I go on stage for the uh, for back fence. I'll chug one of these things. Or I'll do it on stage. That can be added into my performance. That's what you can do. Just get up there and just... Yeah, I'll chug 46 ounces of juice right on stage. <laughs> Amy says that you're going to turn into the blueberry chick from Willy Wonka. <laughs> you totally will. I can't even imagine what that's going to do to your insides. <sighs> So I feel like I'm breathing a little heavy. Like you my are breathing like heavy. Bit, I feel like my heart's like palpitating. That's way bit. too much sugar. If you don't have that much sugar very often, no, I don't eat a lot of sugar. This is way more sugar than I normally would consume on a daily basis. <sighs> People are saying you sound like the kid uh, that has OD'd on Halloween candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I feel amazing. Oh yeah. So and one serving of fruit. So it's got 100 percent of my vegetable. Just one serving of vegetables. So I've had. Um, I've had six servings of vegetables, so that's extra healthy. That's good. This is good for me, right? This means I'm, you know, I'm a gro- good, growing, strong boy. I can't even really talk anymore. Yeah, and your phone's on. Let's see. You gotta, you gotta mute that thing. I don't. Oh. You, you're not even noticing these things. Uh, no, no, I'm not really. Oh, that was uh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Um, all right. Well, anyway, I'm feeling good. Sarah, how about you? What have you I, got done today? <laughs> um, I don't even know where to go from there. Greg, put down the juice. Dude, this box. is really impressive. Like I'm, I'm holding up this bottle of juice. He's holding to it against my his body to compare. And I'm just saying that is a lot that's inside of me right now. That is like when you eat half a pizza. I'm like, where, where did the pizza go? Yeah, seriously. How could I possibly fit all of that inside of me? I didn't think I had room for that's this. That's what much. she said. Yeah. But there it is. It's all inside of me. That's what she said. Um, God damn it! Stop it. Okay, it's being challenged in here that I sh- we should pause the show and go buy another gallon. I feel like I could do another gallon right now. I, can, I feel like I could do... What's, what's a gallon? How many how many ounces is a gallon? Well, that's 1.4. You drank a, a quart and a half of juice so far today. quart and a half. Bam. I'm on fire. I'm going to stop by and get some more of this stuff. This feels amazing. Let's just hope you don't get like early onset diabetes. Is this how people diabetes. feel when they're on meth? Like, no. They, they just feel like a big rush. Like It's just like, oh, I'm on top of the world. I can clean anything. I can get anything done today. I can get anything done that I want to. People are saying they don't think that I can drink a whole another six, uh, another forty six ounces of juice. I, I, I think I could stuff even more inside. That's what she said. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so Sarah, well, uh, well, other than my accomplishments, which is obviously amazing, something that I should be contacting Guinness Book of World Records about, what have you done today? Well, let me tell you, I have not drank an entire <sighs> gallon of juice no, this morning. Not many of us can. But I did like to. I did get my holiday uh, festivities started a little early. Because, of course, uh, tomorrow we're going to be doing an early morning show. Wow, I usually talk really fast, and I feel like I'm talking slow right now compared to you. Well, yeah, that's because, you know, I'm, I'm extra juiced up. I'm on fire. I'm feeling really Is, good. Maybe that's what they mean. With, maybe it's not steroids. Maybe it's juice, and people are like, hey, I'm a juice head. I can see why. I'm juiced up. I feel like I'd, I could hit 80 home runs right now. I could throw a football over a mountain at this point. I'm feeling so amazing. A football go, over a mountain. I could go run a marathon right now. That's how good I feel. I don't know why I haven't done this before. I don't know why I haven't figured this out before, but anyway, so uh, what were you saying? Sorry, yeah, so, uh, so anyway, we're getting ready for the holidays, so of course, uh, the thanks of giving is happening on Thursday. Yes. And I'm driving to Bremerton yes. to visit my parents. So, of course, we have talked before about my alarm system on my car, which basically involves it looking like I live in it. Like yeah. It looks, it's, it looks like it's basically full of garbage and clothes, because it is. Because it is full of garbage because and clothes. Because it is full of garbage and, and clothes. how is this your alarm system now? Please explain. Because nobody wants to steal a dirty car. But 
Seriously, like it's disgusting. It was disgust. Well, it was disgusting. So I mean, seriously, is- they look in. They're like, "Oh fuck, no! I don't want that shit." Because if they steal my car, they're gonna have to clean it. And nobody <laughs> wants to clean a dirty car. Nobody wants to go through all I that mean, shit. In all fairness, that is true. If one were to steal a car, wouldn't you want the the least amount of effort involved? Exactly. So yeah, I, I guess I can kind of see that. Exactly. So that is and my alarm alone, system. Who's who's gonna who wants that car? Every, you know, I mean, it's a very the style of the car could you know it's a very popular car. I'm sure maybe somebody would want it. No, it's but great I, gas mileage. I don't I, want you to steal my car. Why am I telling people the reasons why they should steal my car? No, <laughs> no, nobody steal my car. So you're saying it is a perfect because car you to know be what stolen, it was because I I already am kind of uh, I already have kind of a hole in my heart right now because it was last Thanksgiving when I left and came back. And somebody had stolen my scooter. Oh, so we're coming up on the year mm-hmm. anniversary. Oh boy, yeah, Are these tough times for you. That was it. Still hurts. I just got. I just randomly yesterday got a uh, something in the mail from the Portland Police Department asking if it was still stolen. And it was kind of another stab in my stomach. I'm like, yes. <laughs> really? Just, they just asked well, them. no. It was it was nice because they're like, hey, okay. our records indicate that you have not recovered your vehicle yet, have you? And I'm just like, no. I have to mail it back to them and say no. Oh, that asshole that, still has it. That is kind of well, a that way they keep stab it. Well, they it. keep it on record then. Yeah. So that means if it if they ever come across it, then they'll know that it's stolen property. You know that scooter your port is stolen? Yeah, that thing's still stolen. Right? <laughs> that hasn't come back to you yet, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's kind of so a... So I get to write a letter and, and pay for postage to tell the Portland Police Department that no, I still have not gotten my scooter back. All right, so that, that aside, I have my one vehicle <laughs> and that is my car. That's, that's pretty bad. It was awful. It's like somebody's in jail. Hey, you uh, still in jail for that? All right, yeah, just... Just, just making sure. Uh, why don't yeah. you go ahead and handwrite a letter and, and yeah. remind me that that you're still there? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I have to send it back so that way they don't throw away the record, so they keep it on file. So if they ever do find it, they won't. But you know, if they ever did, then I'll get it back. Okay. So that was. So this is already bringing a little. It's a little bit of an emotional time for me. Yeah. I miss my scooter. All right, anyway, all right. So I digress. I noticed it's been a year since you lost your scooter. Just trying to, to remind you that uh, you still can't afford to replace it. So <laughs> there <know>. you go. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know, it's so mean. <laughs> it's pretty mean, actually. I mean, I'm glad I mean, that I understand the point, but it's still... I guess so, but I mean, how much room can my stolen scooter uh, you know, possibly be taking up in the filing system? <laughs> like, hi, I'm going to mail this to you. I'm going to make sure that we have a printed out document and send it to you, and you have to check the no... I still have not re- recovered my stolen scooter. I want to remind you of this just before the holidays about it's your year anniversary. Remember how much you loved that thing? <laughs> I need you to go ahead and just, uh, send this back. Just remember last year going into Thanksgiving, you left with a fully functioning scooter oh, man. sitting outside of your apartment that you were very excited about to uh, come back. Also, the weather next week is going to be fantastic. Perfect weather to ride a scooter. But, but you still don't have one, one, right? You still don't have one? Yeah. Okay. That thing, that, that scooter that you paid 800 bucks for that was your first like big buy like the big thing that you ever purchased <laughs> they didn't bring that back right no no, okay. no they didn't bring they, they didn't bring that back mm-hmm. all right <sighs> yeah mm. all right so anyway so i get to write to the portland police department and let them know that my, my scooter's still gone so with that being said i have my car and when i go to visit my parents i don't think that they would be so happy to see my security system my portland security system on my car I don't think that my mom and dad, when they look at my car and they see it full of garbage and clothes... Because it's clearly not because you're lazy or dirty with your car or anything like that. No. It's all intentional. Yes. Is why you pack it full of yes. garbage. Yes. Exactly. Right. Okay. Ser- you even said, nobody wants to steal a dirty car. Right. Seriously. Like, you want to go through that shit and just get, like, because most of it is garbage, although sure. I did find some treasures. So this morning, I went out. I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm going. I'm leaving tomorrow. 
I'm like, every time I go to Bremerton with a dirty car, my parents are disappointed in me. Like, they give me the look like the, why? You're, you're 33 years old. Why Get your shit together. Why didn't you dirty up your scooter? I should to make have. it un- Because I loved undesirable. it too much. I loved it too much. I would go out and I would polish it. I would hand wipe it down. You should have just dumped garbage all over it. I should have dumped garbage all over Unless it. Left it all sticky. I would clean like, the rims. I would, oh. Tag it or something. should have. Yeah. Nope, too bad. Could have, would have, should have. Because you still don't have it, right? That's true. That's why I can't have nice things. I hate you. <laughs> That's why I can't have nice things. Because the one shiny thing that I loved and cared about got taken away from me. Right. I bought it a new seat. I, uh-huh. I learned how to put the seat cover on by myself because I loved it so much. Wow. Polished all the chrome on uh-huh. it. Yep. Yep. Made it nice and enticing. So I learned my lesson there. Yep. You were kind of asking for it, really. Don't take care of it. You were kind of asking for it in the, at this point. I mean, I, I hate to say. So, mm-hmm. all right. So let's talk about what you found inside of your car. So all right. When's so the last time you cleaned that thing out? I can't remember. Oh, actually, I do remember because <laughs> I, I found some camping stuff in there. And I know that I went in June. So I think it was about June that I did it last. About June is the last time you cleaned out that car? Was the car clean in June? No. Okay. The last time I probably cleaned my car thoroughly was before the holidays last year. I'll just be honest. Before I went to my <laughs> before I know, because like, I'll go and visit my parents, but you know, I'm only there for a day or two at a time. You know, so that way I can kind of hide the car. I can park it down the street so they can't see it. But I mean, I'm going to be there, you know, for, for a few days. Uh-huh. And so I know I can't get away with it. Right. And like, you know, plus I'm, you know, going, I'm, I'm you don't want to deal with the shaming. I don't want to deal with the shaming. That's, that's fair. I understand. Yeah. So I did this morning. I woke up. I'm like, right now, now the better now than, than later. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to get this done. It's not raining. I'm just going to turn on my heat in my car, listen to some tunes and clean that shit out. Two garbage bags later. And I'm talking tall kitchen bags. Two garbage bags. Of- well, some of the, one of the garbage bags was stuff that I was, that was mine. Like, un- I, I found treasures. What kind of I, treasures did you find? Oh, in my there? gosh. I found so much good stuff. I found an earring so that I've been this missing. This is like an anthology of your entire year. Your entire year is you can kind of trace it back, kind of like digging through like a like an archaeological it dig. It is. Like, so the top layer, that's the last month. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to the final bottom of it, this is you one year ago. Yes. So what was Sarah one year ago stuffing? What was the first thing that got thrown onto the floor of your car last year after the holidays? It was multiple coffee cups. So like my mom, when I was leaving, I remember last time after the holidays, my mom gave me one of her travel, like her travel coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. So I found that. Um, the travel coffee mug that I had used when I was coming home from last Christmas. And I found that one that was at the very bottom. <laughs> okay. Um, along with, uh, apparently I really liked coffee travel mugs because I found six of them inside my car, which I was always wondering where all my travel mugs went. Found them. Uh, I did count. I had 13 water bottles. 13 water bottles? Yes. Like like the plastic kind that you buy or like actual water bottles, like the, like reusable water bottles? Which I did reuse them. I just kind of forgot about that I had them. So I found a lot of those. I found uh, I found a hat that I'd been missing. I found three pairs of gloves. Well, you hadn't really been missing it. Well, I wouldn't say I'd been missing it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found uh, some clothes. This shirt that I forgot I had. Found a couple a couple shirts back there. Uh-huh. Uh, found a couple books. Okay. Yeah, I found I found some really good stuff. I also might have found. Frozen dinner that I forgot about. A frozen dinner that I remember buying in the summer. Oh my! But it was sealed. A frozen dinner from the summer. It was sealed. Did you open it? No, really. I'm just curious. No, I did not open it. I would want to know what it looks like. What a frozen dinner looks like after it's been sitting in a car for six months at least. 
No, well, it didn't. Well, it kind of smelled. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it smelled. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. Was it buried underneath the clothes, though? Yes. So it kind of masked the smell a little Mm -hmm. bit. Did you notice when you were driving around, you were like, "Eh, something smells a little weird. I think I just got used to it. I'm just going to (laughs) ignore. Yeah. You just, rather than seek out the source of the smell, you just decided to adapt to it. I just rolled down my windows until it kind of wafted out. (laughs) Rather than go through that extreme effort of having to dig through and find whatever was causing the smell. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, that seems like a logical conclusion. It is. Yeah. Was that part of the uh, defense, part of of your uh, car alarm? That was. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Nobody wants to steal a dirty car. No one no. wants to steal a stinky car. Nobody wants to get whatever is uh, growing inside of your car. Mm. So your car is essentially very similar to your kitchen in that you just throw everything in there and then. No, I've been it. doing good on my kitchen still. Okay. So what, what else, what else do we have? Uh, do we, do we have in the back of it? It was just, it was a lot of books. Basically the majority of it was water bottles, uh, travel coffee mugs, clothes that I forgot I had. One frozen dinner. Uh, I found a cooler that I remember using this summer. A cooler back there with I. I don't know. I just. I just threw it away. It was like one of those disposable coolers. I. I didn't even open it. I just threw the whole thing away. Oh yeah. So there's probably I'm going to venture to say like some hot dogs in there or something mm. like that. Did that smell too? I don't know. I didn't open it, and oh. I had a pool noodle too that I forgot I had that was buried underneath everything. You had a pool noodle a in pool your car. Noodle, yeah. All right, so you found clothes, books, pool noodle, uh, a uh, an unopened cooler. <gasps> oh, and I did find one more thing. I forgot the weirdest thing of all. How come I space on this? I did find moon shoes. What? That our, our list, uh, one of our listeners, Steve, our friend, yeah, uh, Steve, he gave me. Remember moon shoes? Like, yeah, moon shoes were the toy, or they were like toy shoes, kind of. They were toy shoes from the eighties that basically like they're little trampoline shoes, and, when, right. and I always wanted them when I was a kid. And I never got them, and Steve happened to find like come across some and gave them to me, and I totally forgot that uh, that I had them in my car, so I did find a pair of moon shoes as well. Have you tried on the moon shoes? No, I have them out there though. I'm afraid that I'll just fall over. Yeah, yeah, that's probably not. So a good I, idea. I took them from the back of my car and I put them in my trunk. So, so that way, so that's where you move the things you want to keep safe. The, the keepers go in the trunk. What's in the trunk then? Did you just move everything out of the back seat of your car <laughs> and into the trunk? Is your trunk like overflowing the way you had to like push down on no, it really hard to get fine. it to latch? It is fine. It, did you put it all back there because you don't think your parents will look in your trunk? Well, I know they won't look in my trunk. So that's. <laughs> did you even throw away any of the other things? Did you take the garbage bags and put them into the trunk? Well, when I was moving some stuff into the trunk. You didn't answer that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whatever. You, <laughs> so why are you like you're sitting over there bragging about drinking a whole fucking quart of juice, I and I, I did something, something productive today? No, I cleaned. No, my I'm car. just curious. I'm just trying to understand. Did you clean it, or did you did you just transfer? Transfer. There might have been a transferring of goods. <laughs> I transferred some of it to the garbage. Transferred some of it to the trunk, and some of it inside of my apartment. Now, in the trunk, are there things that were there from last year when you did this? So the trunk's the more extended uh, library of the Sarah Dillon story. No, it's story. fine. Stop making this so that's like kind it's of a like big the, deal. Like the, like the abridged version. You can look in the trunk, and the further back you go in the trunk, the older the older the things are that have been stuffed inside of there. So during the year, you accumulate things. You throw away some of the garbage at the end, but then the rest of it, you just shove into the trunk. That's so true. I can when tell I was just shoving by the way every, that you're When I was putting right the books, so I put up the majority of my books because I brought them because basically some of my books I'd brought that have been sitting in my car that I wanted to bring to the green room. 
So that's why they've been also, I have, I have a ton of books that have been sitting in Whoa, there. So you're just going to dump those off in the green room? No, because that's when we were styling the green room, I had some books that would be like good reading material for our bookshelf in here. So that's why, I, so I ended up only take, like bringing in half of them. So the other half have been in my car. So I transferred some of my books into the trunk. I did find one. So since I live in a, a apartment building, I have dumpster garbage, you know, since Portland does that fucked up thing where you can only, you know, they only pick up garbage every two weeks. Right. I have lots of friends who have houses and places and they don't, uh, and they run out of space for their garbage. Yeah. So I let them, I'm just like, hey, I can take your garbage Which, which you. by the way, they didn't drop the price, they actually raised the price. Oh, but that's they, amazing. Yeah, come every, every other week. So, uh... So I'll take, like, uh, I will tell people sometimes, I'm like, I'll take your garbage and put it in my trunk, or in, in my trunk. Well, that's what I actually did, but, and put it in my dumpster. And I totally forgot that uh, when I went to the beach this summer, that I had told uh, a friend that I would take all the garbage from the beach because they only had, like, a small thing. I'm like, oh, I have a dumpster. I'll just put it in there. And I haven't, I haven't opened my trunk, and I forgot about it. You had rotting garbage, literal rotting garbage. No, not rotting. It was mostly bottles. It was a lot of empty, like, beer bottles and cans, but it was a huge bag of them. <laughs> and you removed that from the trunk, or did you, you just shove it back further? No, I, I, I recycled them. Okay. I'm lying. I threw them away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we That's stop this now? All right. Sure. Sure. All okay. right. I, I do want to note, though, it is being suggested that what you could do is actually uh, hold a car sale. And just like open up, open up the doors and be like everything. Everything can go. Everything. I don't for sale. want everything to go. I found treasures in there. And those treasures that are now going to be buried in your car in the trunk for no, no, no. I years. brought them inside. No, I all like the clothes that I forgot I had. And um, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Why don't you drink more juice? I'm. I can't. Right, I'm why out did of you? Juice. Why did you bring this in here? What is this? I'm out of juice. Oh, uh, well, I the. Uh, the advent calendar yeah. that you that you had brought in because I noticed that uh, Aaron Aaron had brought this in here yesterday. So Sarah wants to do some some holiday decorating yes. for the Fun Employment Radio Network studios here in Southeast Portland. And one of the things that Aaron brought in was an advent calendar. So how are we going to divide this? Well, that's what I want to ask about because <clears throat> here's the thing: like each day, you know, obviously there's a there's a, a chocolate treasure. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm assuming so. Well, it says you have 24 pieces of real milk chocolate. Yeah. So, but but here's the thing, though. We have an entire network of people. How are we going to divide up these chocolates? Because obviously it's got to be in a fair amount. I well, mean, there's a lot of shows here. The there's, fact that we're going to... There's, there's, what, 10, 11 shows on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So you, uh, you kind of have to... Uh, we, we have to figure out how this well, works. Well, I should probably be able to pick who was the uh, best person of the day, and then they get the chocolate. So, wait, when did you become the, the person to dispense the chocolate? So now you have to you get to decide it. Nobody else gets to open up one of the uh, one of the little doors. No, I'll I'll pick somebody every day. It, m- it most likely will usually be me, but I mean I'll pick somebody who's worthy every day for it. The first one will go to Aaron though because he is going to help me decorate the green room. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Aaron gets the first chocolate. Yes. All right. Well, I just wanted to make sure. Okay. His sugar crazy is now spiraling. I can see it. I, I do You're feel kind like, of ping-ponging in your head I right feel, now. I feel like my heart's beating a little bit fast, and my eyes like won't sit still and look in one place. Like I, I'm darting around the room. I can't look at one thing for too long because then it just gets, it gets tired, and then I want to look over, look over around and see what else is on the other side. There's still peanut M&Ms in the other room, too. I could just go all out today. I could go all out with sugar. Well, you gotta this keep- feels incredible. I am on such a rush right now. Did you want to get some peanut M&M's to keep the rush going? No. That would be bad, right? No, I think you've got to... No, keep giving yourself little bits of sugar so that way at least you can last through the show. 
Oh, I'm feeling good right now. I'm feeling perfectly fine. Actually, uh, coming up here in just a little bit, I know that I do also. Uh, it was it was noted in the chat. Our friend Keelan, uh, Keelan King, is apparently going to be going on some kind of a, a date excursion this <gasps> evening. Keelan's going on a date. Yes, and I did I did offer to uh, offer to provide some some advice, oh. some advice on on dating that I think could be very valuable and help him out. So uh, in a little bit, I would like to I would like to to give out that uh, that advice if that's okay. I have some I have some specific uh, instructions and some some helpful tips that I'd like to provide Keelan. Some helpful dating tips for yes. Keelan. Yeah. You guys are like the blind leading the blind. First rule, chug 46 ounces of juice before you go out cuz you'll feel amazing. <sighs> Hello my friends. I think it's becoming apparently clear today. I feel like I could crush this coffee cup in don't, my hand. I love that cup. I could totally like don't. if I squeezed hard enough, I could totally crush it right now. That's how you crush one I of feel. your own cups. That's my special I cup. I don't want to flip this whole table over. I could just lift it all up. Sorry, it's world of crazy. Well, it is becoming. I'm becoming increasingly aware of why I have a segment called World of Crazy because I talk about everything that's wrong with me, but then I talk about people that are far worse. Yeah. So that it makes me feel better. Make yourself feel better. It does. This is just, this is what you call, I think, a moment of clarity. Greg, do you want some water? No, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. He's keeling around over there. What are you doing? I'm just having a hard time sitting still. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I'm not crazy. These people are crazy. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, out of St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. A Missouri woman said she wants her license plate replaced because the DMV gave her a license plate with the characters arranged to spell the word whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Why would you want another one? So she was, this woman who has no sense of humor was issued, uh, her name's Deb, Deb Levy, uh, said that she was issued the plate that read uh, W-H-O-R-8-X, which it doesn't even have the E. W-H-O-R-8-X? Yeah. So, so it kind of looks like whore times eight. Why almost. would you want to get rid of that? That's badass. <laughs> well, she said she was issued the plate reading whore 8X, which she said she finds offensive. Then uh, she is reporting it to media outlets. So uh, Levy said officials told her that oh if she God. wants to get a new license plate, she'll have to pay 17 bucks for a replacement plate, which well, seems fair. Yeah, 17 bucks. If you're that offended, the problem goes away. But was she refusing to pay the seventeen dollars? I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, after she's thrown a shit fit about getting her whore license plate, <laughs> um, the media had contacted the Missouri Department of Revenue, and uh, officials agreed to issue a new license plate free of charge. So Levy says that she refuses to put the whore license plate on her car until the replacement arrives. So she's using her expired plate for now because she doesn't want anyone to think she's a whore when she's driving around. Yeah, that is awfully defensive. Awfully defensive about that. Um, Kelt in the chat said she cares so much because he it's hitting a nerve. That's totally true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a whore. You're a whore. I was not a whore in high school. I was just I was just <laughs> curious. I just, just I just dated a lot of people. They all what's said wrong, they loved me. What's wrong with a woman dating other men? <laughs> yeah, she is totally self conscious about being a whore. She was a whore. I'm, I'm imagining. Yeah, that's somebody who's. Is there a, a picture of her? No, no. Deb Levy didn't have a picture. Okay. Deb, Lev- she does not Deb Levy to- is not a whore. Deb Levy is not a whore. <laughs> That's a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of is. Wow, two. Okay, so the, I have ladies back to back. Uh, next up, an Oklahoma woman shopping at Walmart. 
in Tulsa, Oklahoma last week saw something a lot more shocking. This is I did not write this. Then the stores rolled back prices. Whoa, hey, is somebody up Walmart's ass? Jesus. Uh, during a trip to the women's restroom, Beth Davis says that when she went in there to use the facilities, she discovered a naked man no. standing in front of the mirror, in front of the sink with his pants at his ankles, furiously masturbating. Oh, well, okay, that is a little yes. unnerving. I would be a little bit disturbed if I... Yes, Beth Davis said, oh no, she shouted, there's a naked man in the bathroom masturbating as she ran <laughs> from she, the restroom. She ran around to everybody in the shop, she continued, there's a man masturbating. She continued yelling oh. for help, yelling, oh, there's a naked man in the bathroom masturbating. Oh. But nobody came to... To Beth Davis's aid. Well, the man emerged from the bathroom, and when he came out of the bathroom, Davis whipped out her smartphone and began filming him. Well, that's he, kind of weird. He told her that uh, he didn't mean to cause her any harm, and because he was not aware, it was the women's bathroom. Oh, well, yeah, that's and fine I, in the men's bathroom. Yeah, sure. what goes on in men's bathrooms? Uh, not that. People don't stand in front of the mirror and furiously masturbate. Like, I, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever walked in on a man in the restroom furiously masturbating in front of the uh, in front of the mirror. No, well, maybe there's been somebody in a stall I was unaware of, but not in front of the mirror like that. Well, the man was event- identified as 37 year old Brian Hounslow. So Beth Davis followed Brian Hounslow, yelling, "Somebody stop him!" You know when I'm saying furious, like I'm putting that in, but everything else is true. Furiously uh, masturbating. That man was furiously masturbating in the bathroom. Do not let him go out that door. Stop that <laughs> masturbating man. <laughs> That's what she yelled? Don't stop that man. <laughs> this one a little bit of embellishment because it's fun to scream sure. at a man who is furiously masturbating. There's a man furiously masturbating. Brian Hanslow then ran Attention. out of the store. Attention. <laughs> he ran... He ran so far away, but not far away enough, because someone was able to take down his license plate number. He was arrested at his home not even two hours later. That license plate? 48X. (laughs) Beth Davis says, who gets up at 8.30 in the morning and decides they're going to go to Walmart, take off all their clothes, and furiously masturbate in the women's bathroom? It's pretty sick. How could you think you're not going to get caught? said Beth Davis, who was not amused by the situation. No. Beth and uh, Deb Levy need to be friends. They are probably best friends they forever. They could both be pals. Uh, so Brian I mean, Hounslow... That is very unnerving to see, I, w- I would imagine, to walk in on that, but it seems like she's trying to get a little bit of attention for herself out of this deal. Well, Hounslow is now in jail uh, on a uh, $5,000 bail and is facing a charge of indecent exposure. Indecent exposure. Whoops, it, Daisy. Did he stop when she came in, or did he just no, keep on going? No, I think he kept going, and she oh. told him to stop, and then she saw him when he was leaving, and so she ripped out her whipped out her handy-dandy cellular telephone uh-huh. and was able to record his face. Okay. Huh. Just going to town. Just going to town. All right. You know, there was audio of it. I didn't hear. I didn't listen to it, though. There's audio? There's audio of, of her cell phone footage. Uh, can you please play said audio? Okay, you're right. Why are we not playing this? This is the audio, so this is after the guy was... This is her... We're not getting to hear, you know, a little... We're not going to be hearing that, are we? This no. is after he was done furiously masturbating in front of the front of the mirror. So this is him walking out? Yeah, so this is her... Uh, so there was video, let me see if I can find this, of <laughs> that the woman had of when he left the bathroom. That's what she started doing is recording him. Okay. All right, so uh, let's see. I have it pulled up. Let's see if there's hopefully not a stupid ad. 
her cell phone as 37-year-old Brian Hounslow walks out of a woman's bathroom this morning. We're told it's minutes after the customer says she found him naked in front of the mirror. Two News reporter Liz Bryan is live tonight at 66th the Memorial with the latest on the situation. Liz? <laughs> Russ and Karen, a business breakfast here at First Watch reminds a Tulsa woman she needs a few items inside this Walmart. But before shopping, she goes to the bathroom and found way more than she bargained for. <laughs> I love reporters. You were masturbating in the women's restroom. As though she's giving a testimony. <laughs> My name is Beth Davis, and I witnessed it. Beth Davis tells this man. You were naked. You had your pants down around your ankles. And this crowd. Someone stop him. Do not let him go out that door. What she just witnessed. Stop this man! Stop and it goes that running. man! 37-year-old Brian Hounslow runs what, out of this... What was she going to do when they memorial. stop him? What was she going to do about it? I don't... I think she was just angry that she couldn't go to the bathroom in peace. Do you want to hear more about this riveting story? Yes. Okay. South Tulsa Walmart after he runs out of the women's bathroom. Who gets up at 8.30 in the morning and decides they're going to go to Walmart, take off all their clothes, and masturbate in the women's bathroom? <laughs> Who's at a business breakfast and decides they're going to go to Walmart and immediately go to the bathroom? Maybe she had to use the bathroom because she was embarrassed to do it at the business meeting. Maybe she had to... Pretty sick. Beth ran out and yelled for help. Help someone stop this man. The only one that responded was a man, a vendor, that was doing gift cards and putting them on a rack. He walked over to me. He went to hold on to the man and one of the employees said no don't touch him yeah who wants to hold on to the don't masturbating touch man the masturbating man uh, fuck no. no what are you gonna do once you stop him <laughs> you wait right here masturbating man yeah i hope you wash your hands masturbating man yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> tackle the dude that was just jerking furiously in the masturbating in the women's no. bathroom shouldn't follow anyone out of the store but a manager did call police no one's done anything after Brian ran out, a woman in the customer service line followed him and snapped these photos as he drove this black two-door Toyota. The evidence led Tulsa police to his broken arrow home for an arrest, a testimony Beth hopes to never repeat. He did say one thing just before I started the video, and that was, I you didn't know it was the restroom. women's restroom. And I thought, Davis, that makes a difference? Boy, Beth Davis is liking that. That Beth Davis that. does not like that, that that Brian Hounslow guy. No. So there you have it, from Beth Davis's mouth to your this ears. Is, that was the greatest day ever for Beth Davis. Oh, Beth is such a busybody. Like she's just she is going to be telling that story for the rest of her and life. The thing is, she she did witness something awful. The guy should get in trouble, but at the same time, she is really relishing in this. To each their own, everyone needs to find their purpose, and maybe Beth Davis's purpose was to find Brian Hounslow uh, in the women's restroom. You know how many times she's going to tell that story during Thanksgiving? Oh, so Every many dinner times. that she goes to. And people to. will be like, Beth, we're eating. Can you please stop talking about the guy in the Walmart bathroom, And Beth. I walked in, and Beth. there he was. Beth, that's enough, Beth. His that's the penis. Gravy, Beth. We don't need to hear about it again. It Beth. looked like it was probably about six and a half inches, but I've I've measured it out, and I'm not sure exactly. But there he was, and he looked into my eyes, and I said, "No, not today, not ever again." Next up, thank you to Jennifer for sending this to me. I've got some some cra- bitches be crazy news a little bit today. I mean, Beth isn't crazy. She just saw some crazy shit. How about bit- bitches witnessing crazy shit and being crazy? That's two. That's both of them. All right. A 31-year-old woman. This is out of Chicago. 
A 31-year-old woman was cost, uh, tossed into a psychiatric ward after she boarded a Chicago subway naked, all the while claiming to be the goddess of the train and everyone must get off. <laughs> she is the goddess of the L train in Chicago. The wild ordeal unfolded after a woman uh, who was not identified stripped down before stepping on the L train, so apparently she got to the train, took off all of her clothes, then boarded the train. Okay. And then uh, started getting on there and screaming that she was the goddess of the train, then told riders to leave the train and that she was going to go to the head car to take over the controls because it was her train. However, the woman was arrested and taken to St. Francis Hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. It is being speculated that the goddess of the train might be suffering from some mental illness. Wow, it's possible. Just, 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 just a slight, slightly. So if a woman strips off all of her clothes and says that she's the goddess of the train, stay away from her. Okay. Next up, out of Hanover, Massachusetts. It's a Christmas story. Since I, I want to get in the holiday spirit a little bit. Greg's fading. He's just sitting there staring I'm at me. I'm not fading. I'm feeling the sugar coursing through my veins. Out of Hanover, Massachusetts. A 62-year-old man playing mall Santa at a Massachusetts mall. So he was the mall Santa there. Mm-hmm. What did he do? Is this going to be something awful? Has been arrested on allegations that he groped the buttocks of a woman working as a Christmas elf. How old was the elf? Uh, old enough. She was uh, She was 18. Okay. Yeah. I mean, still highly inappropriate. Highly but. inappropriate, but at least uh, that, that's an adult, at least. <laughs> Santa. If this was a, if this, if this one was not over 18 years old, I would not be telling this story. Yeah. The Hanover Police Department said that the elf came to them. That's they call her the elf. The elf came to her, came to them, and told police officers that Santa Claus also known as Herbert Jones, <laughs> had commented to the elf that he wished that, quote, he was a f- that uh, the elf was a few years older or that he was a few years younger and later pinched her behind, behind, as she walked past his Santa chair <laughs> at the Hanover Mall. <laughs> the, elf, <laughs> the elf reported the incident to her manager who had her meet with Santa Claus. Santa Claus denied the pinching. Um... So a female co-worker said that she actually witnessed Santa reach around the area of the elf's behind, but was unsure if the hand had actually made contact. Now, Santa claims that he made the earlier comment about him wanting to be younger or her wanting, to be o- wanting her to be older because he wanted to be younger so he could make different life choices and not be a mall Santa, and nothing was meant by it. That's what he said? He said that the young woman or the young elf took the conversation out of context. Uh, Jones, a.k.a. Santa, was arrested this weekend on a charge of indecent assault and battery. He was freed on $1,000 bail. Oh, man. Did he go back? Did they fire him? I don't know. I'm assuming he probably doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. If you're a mall Santa that's groping your elf, <laughs> probably shouldn't be. be in the mall anymore. That's sad, though. He said he wished... He wished- He made different life choices so he wouldn't end up being a mall Santa. (laughs) And he said that she misinterpreted it. Well, one of those life choices would be grabbing the elf (laughs) that's working for you. Don't grab Don't molest the elf that's that's (laughs) working with you. That's probably one of the things that led to this this part of your life that you're very upset about. I'm going to assume it was things like that. There you go. So if you're going to play a mall Santa, everybody, do not touch your elf's butt. It's being asked in the chat if we could do a weekly update on Dirty Santa's. 
oh, that's a great idea. Okay. For the holidays. Yeah. I need to get some uh, specific World of Crazy holiday spectacular stuff. Okay. Maybe tomorrow. Well, no, because I can't do all the Thanksgiving stories because all the horrible things that are going to happen on Thanksgiving, like all the hilarious stories of like turkey fights and stuff. Will be happening on Thursday, and so I have to wait till afterward. Right, that'll be Monday when we'll have. That'll be stories. Monday, yeah. Okay, but yes, in the meantime, in between time, I will keep you up to date with everything Santa Claus and holiday. Okay. And hilarious in the world. Fantastic. All right, and that, my friends, is your world of crazy. See, I might have a dirty car, but at least I'm not a mall Santa trying to grow up of elf. I'm feeling a little weird again. Yeah, you're kind of twitchy over there. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm coming down a little bit. Did you want a peanut M and M? I want more juice. That's what I want. Drink this. Do you have any more juice? Yeah, this is just, uh, Yeah, but there's no sugar in it's this. It's clear there's juice. No fruit. It's clear juice. It's no. not health. There's no, not, it's, nothing healthy in here. It's, yeah, it's clear juice. Ugh, it tastes so plain. It's just water. I need some more juice. Do you have time to run out and grab some more? Why in God's fucking name would I ever get you more juice? Why would I run out and grab you anything? Sorry, Charlie. That's not happening. All right. Well, we can do. Can we do a little bit of ball talk, and then I'll then I'll give some some dating advice to Keelan. Does Keelan know that you're going to give him dating advice? I don't know if he does or not, but okay. either way, it's going to happen. It's very short ball talk. Very 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 small balls. Beth Davis would be able to accurately describe everything that's going on here with these balls. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Scandal has erupted at the New York Knicks games at the Madison Square Garden. And it is this. So owner James Dolan has now made a public proclamation that Woody Allen is banned from his VIP restaurant. Uh-oh. What did Woody so Allen do? Woody Allen, of course, a, a noted Knicks fan. He's a, he's a big, big-time uh, New York Knicks fan. And he's not going to be allowed to come into the VIP lounge at Madison Square Garden, after all, because Woody Allen Allen refused to do any promotion for the MSG Network or the Garden of Dreams Foundation. So that's uh, MSG Network is the Madison Square Garden Network that broadcasts the New York Knicks games. And uh, I don't know what Garden of Dreams is. I Mm. have no idea. But uh, regardless, he has now been banned from from coming into the VIP lounge. Yes. Woody Allen, completely banned. So uh, there we go. There's also, so this comes on the heels of him also banning the New York Knicks cheerleaders from coming into his VIP restaurant. He's really just lording this VIP restaurant yeah, all over the place. Yeah, he sounds like kind of a dick. I bet his restaurant isn't even that good. Yeah, yeah. So he is uh, he is very, very upset about a lot of things. He gets he gets very mad. And um, and that is that is uh, one of the things that he is upset about. So there we go. Uh, moving on to ball talk. You can't come to my VIP restaurant. No. Moving on to ball talk. And like I said, it's short balls. We just have a couple of things here, but we do have this. And attention, Sarah. <gasps> yes. Um, there is now something that you can bid on as an eligible bachelorette okay. to meet one of New York's hottest bachelors, dun, dun, dun. according to this report. Um, Christie's is holding an online auction through December 17th, and the lucky winner will get lunch for four with Derek Jeter. Ew. I thought that would be more of an enticing thing for you. I don't. I Why don't would know. I be excited about Derek Jeter? I don't know, because he, isn't he like a no. king of New York there? I don't know. I don't find him attractive. Well, you would get lunch for four, you get a signed glove, and you get seats in his personal luxury suite during a game. But if it's supposed to be a date with him, how come it's for four people? Well... 
you don't have to bring the other people. I would just assume that whoever's going to bid on this is not going to bring their friends along to have uh, to have their little date with Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. And I have heard, I've, I've read these stories that allegedly after he does date someone, he gives them a gift bag with uh, with signed baseballs. This is true. That's that's one of the things he'll do when he breaks up with a girl. He won't do it in person. He'll send them a gift bag with uh, signed baseballs. Are you kidding me? What yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's Derek Jeter. He can do whatever he wants. That's how you know your relationship with Derek Jeter is over, is when yeah. you get a bag full of baseballs? Yeah. Yep, you get, a, you get signed baseballs from Derek Jeter. Like, it was great. Good luck out there. Wow. DJ. I could see you admiring that. You know, in a way, it is It is pretty funny. So there we go, Sarah. Bid now. Thank you. Go on your date with Derek Jeter. Um, moving on to ball talk. I really wish there was more juice in here. Drink the water, Greg. We have this. Uh, University of Missouri basketball games are going to be a little bit different for the next two games. And that is because the Mizzou cheering section has been kicked out for the next two games. The school has decided that they are too rowdy, they're too rude, and they're basically a bunch of assholes. So they uh, kicked them out for two games and thought, wow, that seems a little bit extreme for some of the taunts that they were doing. But I found what some of the taunts were. And so I thought maybe I would read a few of the things of why they have been kicked out, and deservedly so. Okay. So here are some of the things that the Mizzou cheering section have been chanting. I'm just going to read what they said. So there was an opposing player who was cut, who got a cut during the uh, game against uh, Hawaii. And what they were chanting was, if Magic Johnson can play with AIDS, you can play with a little cut. Someone take our team to get AIDS tested. Which I don't what? even know what that means. That's just stupid. That's just dumb. Yeah. Um, another one they chanted. Um, during a free throw, they would yell out, raise your hand if you thought Hurricane Katrina was a good thing. So naturally, the guy's shooting a free throw, so his hand's up in the air. They just... Wow, that's just... They're just stupid. Yeah, wow. actually, these are pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean not it's, bad. it's horrible, just like, but just I mean, like, no, but they're not even They're not that. even clever. No. They're just stupid shit coming out of their mouths. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so I guess they they're yelling these these things at um other people. They're also uh will play the the Missouri band will play um Fuck You by CeeLo Green when the other team comes in. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with that. Uh, but yeah, there's a, and then I guess they just launch a lot of hostile remarks at other people. So they have been banned for two games to clean up their act. Yeah, these it, it is being noted in the chat. Uh, Nipples in the chat has it has it right. It's not clever. These aren't clever at all. No, it's what's, just lazy. What's clever was the uh, was the fans of Michigan State who were counting down the shot clock, but doing it off. So they would count it down like five, yeah. four, three, two, one. Even though there's only three seconds left, just to throw off the other team so they wouldn't shoot until it was too late. That's funny. That's 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 awesome. This this is just lazy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Missouri, it is. Missouri basketball fans, uh, at least this this group, eh, just kind of lazy. Just lazy and assholes. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Okay. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, Greg. Now comes the okay. Whoa, ten to a two there, buddy. I just I'm. I feel like I need 
a little more. Are you gonna pass out or something? No, I just I, I'm feeling a little like I'm I'm tanking just a little bit. Not tanking. I'm just feel like I'm I'm riding the wave, and the wave's on a lower point right now. So I gotta I gotta jack up the wave a little bit more. Well, you know how you can do that. So you'll be expunging some of your dating advice. Should I eat some M and M's? You gotta break the cycle, Greg. Put down the coffee, Greg. I'll counteract it with caffeine. I'm going to be a train wreck this afternoon, aren't I? Yes. All right, let's talk about this. So, our friend Keelan is going to be going out on a magical date tonight. Well, at least he'd like it to be magical. What does magical mean? Like he wants to... I don't know. I, well, I can only assume... He's going to get to second base? I, I don't know. What's second base? Is that boob grabbing? Yeah, that's boob grabbing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if it's over or under. I don't know which which counts. I don't know. So uh, I don't know the too many of the specifics about his. Do you know uh, where they're going? I don't know where they're going. Is he picking her up? Are they meeting? I need to. I need more. I don't have this information. All I know is that he's going on a date, and so I wanted to give him some advice. Okay. So here's here's the advice. All right. Uh, what I would say is first off. It depends on how far away she is if he should go pick her up. If she's out of town by more than five miles, they should meet together at the establishment because that's the fair way, especially if this... I'm going to say this is probably a first date. So... Is it probably a first date or is it a first date? Well, but judging by what he wrote in the chat earlier, I'm going to assume this is a first date. And so what he should do... Yes, if if it's more than five miles out of his way at the destination where they're going to eat dinner, then... He should probably, they should arrange it so that <clears throat> things being equal. That's all that juice coming back up, It's a lot of juice. Greg. It's totally a lot of juice right now. You, I think, have like put me successfully <clears throat> off juice for ever, I think. It's like I can smell blueberries. It's, is that normal? <laughs> no, that's not normal. Okay. It's like people who eat too many carrots and their eyes start turning orange. I smell blueberries right now. You smell blueberries? Yeah. <laughs> I don't smell blueberries, and I'm in the same room as you. Yeah, it smells like blueberries. All right, so anyway. That's good. <clears throat> so if it's more than five miles out of his way, he shouldn't drive and go pick her up. They need to arrange to equally meet there. Now, here's the thing. The restaurant, it may be assumed that he is going to have to buy the meal. And this is where you need to lay the groundwork right at the beginning. <laughs> All right, so just so you know, Keelan is listening right now, but he's in his car, so he can't be in the chat. Okay. So uh, He just sent me a text message. So what are, what are the, did, did we get some specifics? Nope, he said, uh, let's see, he just wrote, yes, I'm aware of his advice. I'm in the car right now. <clears throat> All right. So, Do you know specific- don't drive out of your way five miles. Also, you need to lay some groundworks before you go to the restaurant tonight. And the groundworks are this. <laughs> you need to be specific with her and tell her that the, you shouldn't be expected that Keelan has to buy this entire meal. Greg's trying to like formulate sentences right now. People are asking if the left side of your face is drooping. <laughs> He shouldn't have to he shouldn't have to pay for the entire dinner. So you need to lay some groundworks. And the best way to do that is a well-formulated Breathe. email, a well-formulated email that okay. he needs to send to her laying out the groundworks for the evening. Number 1, no party shall spend more than the other party on said date. Meaning <clears throat> if they're going out to dinner, it's got to be split down the middle. Now, if one party and these all need to be outlined in there. If one party orders a meal more expensive than second party, the first party has to pay more. They have to pay for what they buy. So in other words, he can't go in there and she's just starting to rack up, you know, ordering lobster and ordering bottles of wine and then expect to, A, either have him pay it or split it down the middle because that's not right. She's buying it. 
If she, if she wants it, she's going to buy Wait, so you're saying it. that Keelan shouldn't even offer to pay for it? That Yes, uh, and it's being pointed out that Keelan should do opposite of everything you say. Oh, no, no. So, so what it is, though, this is t- so that everything's What's fair. So she gets something more expensive than she has to pay for her entire meal by herself? Yeah, on a first date, yeah. I mean, that's that that she should be in charge of that. At the end, you know, you can you can put it on the same check at the beginning and then split it up at the end and make sure that it's, that it's split up along equal margins, at least as far as... So, so they can what? scuffle over whose beer was more expensive. Like, if she gets one yes. that's three fifty and his is only $3, he should be pestering her about the extra 50 cents. Well, he shouldn't have to, but that's what the point of the email is first. That's what the point of writing all this stuff out so that everyone can have a good time. You know, and everywhere, and that love can blossom without having these financial concerns. And yeah, if she orders a three fifty beer, she should have to pay that extra fifty cents and her share of the tip on top of it. So there's the other part of it. So if she does order too much, uh, too much food, she's just uh, ordering expensive stuff. Okay, I got more information. Okay, so they're meeting in a bar in Northwest downtown. It's their first date. Yeah. Okay. So this is good. You need to get this email off All right, right so away. So his ground rules are also that yeah, that he's broke. So he wants to. How can he? Yeah. How can he woo this lady without having you know an astronomical amount of money? Okay. All right. Well, that that's number one. Then you really need to make sure that it's clear that if she goes there and just starts ordering up the whole bar menu, you know that's not gonna that's not gonna fly with you. So and so that's a good thing. So like when he's first meeting up with somebody, he needs to just yeah, just say all the stuff that he hates about people and yeah, that's uh-huh. gonna get him far. Well, no, okay. not hate. This isn't a hate thing. This is this is done out of respect. Because she wouldn't want him doing the same thing. You know, he could go there and order up everything and just be like, hey, I'm out of here. And then leave her with the tab. See, that's not that's not cool. So you lay out those things. Now, if you're going to the bar, it'd probably be a good idea to uh, specify what you're going to be drinking so that you're on an equal playing level. Now, if she's going to be sitting there slugging down shots and it's just, uh, you know, a, a nuisance. What kind of dates do you go on? You know, then they need to say that out, out front as far as what's going to happen. Now, as far as after that. You need to have subsequent plans laid out. Should the night... So this is how you can formulate the email. Should the night progress accordingly and we decide to continue past the first venue... Why is it you now? I thought this was supposed to be Keelan. Well, this is what he's writing. Should we decide to continue past the first venue and we find each other's company neither abhorrent or unpleasant... I don't... You know that you're not even... Are you even speaking English anymore? No, I'm, I'm saying this is how it needs to work. He needs to write this email out and formulate it so that it's all clear ahead of time. So if, if they decide to go someplace else afterwards, they need to lay that out the groundworks for that after that. So if they decide to go somewhere, it should be within a certain range of where the first stop was, or it needs to be closer to one party's house. Now, if it's going closer to one party's house, then it would be expected that perhaps uh, perhaps the other person should... Maybe if it progresses, go to that person's house. So if it's if it's, they're going to a different place, it can't be like, oh, drive all the way back over to town to my side of the woods, and then I'm going to have a couple of drinks and just go home and then make you drive all the way back to yours. It needs to be somewhere in the middle. So you need to lay out the groundworks for that too. Are, I'm sorry, did you stop talking? I'm okay. saying lay out the groundworks right. ahead of time. You don't seem to be enthralled with my advice. Well, I think you just gave Keelan advice on how to... Have a first date and only a first How date. How to lay out the groundwork no, first? This so is that like it's very if clear. you want to be limited to one for one date, it's just it should just be called the first date rules because there will never be another one after that. Well, no, this is just making, do the exact opposite. No, this is this is no, this is just so it's laid out uh, very clear ahead of time. He doesn't have. He said that he's broke, so 
you know, you want to make sure that it's very clear. And the best way to do that is with a contract where you lay out all of these stipulations and then uh, both parties have to sign off on it. She'll have to at least return an email saying, I agree, I concur to these uh, stipulations and terms. Now we can begin the romancing. Uh, it's being recommended by Suman that uh, uh, bring along a really obnoxious friend so you'll look better by comparison. And Amy said, you should bring Greg. Did you get her to sign the, the contract yet, buddy? Hey, what's up? Oh, God. Well, I could casually walk by and then also make him look amazing because what, what could happen is she doesn't know who I am so I could walk into the bar and if he tells me where it is I could be walking by and I'll walk up and I'll be oh excuse me I, I don't mean to bother you but are you Keelan King? I just want to say I'm such a fan your music has changed my life your, uh, your spoken word is, is amazing and magical and I just want to say whoever this fine young lady is that you're with is a very lucky person to be with you right now are you going to be the bearer of the contract since he is meeting her face to face for the first time mm-hmm. like they don't have each other's emails so is he going to have to bring the contract well, or you can stumble into way... him and you can be like oh I'm sorry I think I found this outside with your name and this lovely well, lady's name on this it this is what well. I can do because uh, uh, A I've already built him up so I'm making him look look badass, like because I'm just a casual guy walking by. But then I could also be like, uh, uh, as a fan, and pardon me if I'm intruding, but is this a first date? And then I could lay out the contract, so I would be the one bringing it up, so it's not him bringing it up. And then that way it would be like, well, uh, have you ste- specified this? Have you specified this? And then I could lay Can it out. Can you stop talking? Like, oh. That's enough. You've had enough juice. We've had enough show. That was an amazing show. You did a good job. You will never drink juice again. I just had to pull the ripcord there. Sometimes you just got to do it. Keelan, tell me where you're going to be tonight. I'll walk in and I'll, uh, I'll make it all work. So are you going to write out the contract for Keelan? I can help out. I can help out right now. You can help out with that. All right. Yeah. That's, really, that's nice of you. Yeah. If he wants a third party to do it, that's fine. I can write out the contract. Give me your name and number. I'll call her ahead of time and make sure it's all cleared out. So that way, all he has to do is just show up and, and have fun and you know start the romancing without having to worry about splitting that check at the end. <laughs> That's true. You could be a good bonding tool for them. Kristen brings up a very valid point because if you show up with some contract like being a spaz, then then she's saying you could then they can spend the rest of the night talking about what a whack job that was shoving a contract at them. Oh, ex- excuse me. Are oh, you Mr. Keelan King? And I'll, I'll be dressed up nice, so I'll be like a fancy business guy. And I'll walk in there, and she'll be like, wow, who's this fancy business guy? This guy's pretty slick himself, and he's a fan of Keelan. Holy crap, this guy's amazing. And then she'll be super into him. Because you're an amazingly slick businessman. I don't man. mean to interrupt, but I was just having a, my stock meeting over there, and I happened to notice you walk in the I was, door. You're are going you over Keelan your portfolio. King? Yes. See, and then oh, and you could say, like, Keelan and I were going over our portfolios together earlier, and I believe that something might have gotten wedged in my stock portfolio that did not belong to me. I believe it had his name on it, along with your name, you lovely lady. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then see, lay say. it out there. Mm-hmm. Lay it out. And well, that can be one of the things I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Oh, this is this is going to be great. So, uh, yeah, just let me know the time and place. I'll be there, and I'll have my business suit on, and I'll, I'll bring some contract You mean things. your powder blue leisure suit? No, not that one. No. Do no. you have a, You don't have a suit? Yes, I have a suit. I'm a learned man. Yes, because only learned men can purchase a suit. I think I'm starting to crash from the juice. I think so, too. Send us an email, radio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. 
killing the song. This next song goes out to you and your big date tonight. Good luck. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow's live show will be early. We'll be broadcasting at about 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. And for you chatters out there, we're going to be joined by a chat room celebrity. Yes, we are. We get to meet for the first time ever for all you guys who listen live. Pick is going to be in the studio. Yes, indeed. Which we're super stoked about. Absolutely. So Pick will be here. We're going to start early. It's going to be about uh, 10.30 a.m. Yes. I think about 10.15, 10.30. Yep, right in there. Yeah. So we'll be, uh, we'll be going a little bit early tomorrow to get out of here for the holidays and such things and so forth. Yes. In my super clean car. I bet I can do a whole nother juice. I could do another one right now, and then I would feel as good as I did earlier if I just have one more. And that's how people develop addictions. Well, just if I just me, have a little bit more juice, just, just a little bit up, more. It just you know, it fix me so I'm back up. You know, so I'm feeling right. You just need something to level you out. Yeah, I gotta even it out. Starting to get the shakes. Okay. All right, we'll be back tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Wait, really oh, quick wait. though, Greg, you promise not to drink any juice. I want you to survive till tomorrow, man. But I, I need to feel right again. No. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.